0: Hi everyone, welcome to The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. I'm Jasmine, I'm an employment facilitator here, and I am joined today with the one and only Alexander Ferrer.
1: Hello! So, as you know, as you can hear right now, Jasmine is starting the show because I am actually leaving Youth Employment Services.
0: Very sad, very exciting, but very bittersweet, I think. Do you want to tell the audience what your plans are, where you're going?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, I am actually, uh, my wife and I, we are moving to Edmonton. Yeah, so my wife, she got a job there, and I'm currently job searching. I might be hearing back from them soon, the the place that I applied to, and I'll just keep on applying in person when I'm there, which that's how I like to do it. You know, I I prefer to job search in person. Things are looking up. We're really excited. In two weeks, right now is the 22nd of July, so, yeah, we're going to be leaving in two weeks.
0: We are so excited for you, uh, but we're obviously really sad to see you go. You've done so much for the education program here at Youth Employment Services. But yeah, we kind of wanted to do one last exit interview with, you know, the star of the podcast that (laughs) you've been the host for, you know, I think over a year now, right?
1: Yeah, just about.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, in preparation for this last interview, I uh, asked the staff to submit some questions to ask you, and we've left them as a surprise, which I think is going to be fun. Are you feeling up for it? Are you feeling ready?
1: Yes. I love being thrown into things. So yeah, ask me anything.
0: Amazing. Okay. Okay let's start with the first question this question is from mike he is an employment facilitator uh, with futures forward and he says please describe your experience immigrating from the u.s and beginning work in a new country and i also wanted to add if anyone's in that position what advice would you give them in that situation
1: i think from the united states and canada they're very similar. And in fact, we actually, I think one of the first episodes that we released is about immigrating to a different country and finding employment. But the experience of me trying to move from, you know, Chicago to Winnipeg, really, it's been really just a lot of paperwork. I think that's one of the things that's really difficult. I finally just got my permanent residence a month ago. And that's really exciting. But it's been a lot of hoops. I think when it comes to immigrating and again there there's a lot of uh there's an episode about this it comes down to your research but i think one of the biggest things that have been for me is just changing a new learning about a new culture the culture in canada is not so much different from the united states i mean we have mcdonald's we have all the fast food place uh, people speak english and of course there's a lot of french speakers but if i talk to a canadian and I don't tell them that, that I'm an American. They usually don't really notice that. I think it's just really hard when you go to a new city or a new, yeah, new country, new cities, just trying to get your foot in the door. I think that was probably one of the hardest things for me moving to Canada is just trying to get my foot in the door. Luckily, I found Youth Employment Services and they really helped. I mean, I've gained so much experience from them. And because of the experience that I've learned from them, I can now keep that knowledge and experience, I, I can apply that when I move to Edmonton.
0: I think, you know, when I first met you, I thought you were a really flexible person. You're, you kind of go with the flow. And I think that really helps with adjusting to, to change.
1: Yeah. And I think I come from a family of nomads, really, like the, the way I like to think. Because my, my grandfather on my mom's side, he immigrated from Germany in the 50s. My dad, he immigrated from Venezuela in the 80s. And then I moved to Canada. And many of other, my other family members have moved away from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I have family members in Spain and I have family members in Italy and Edmonton. So I have a cousin in Edmonton. So that's going to be really great. My only blood relative in Canada lives in Edmonton and all over the United States. I have uh, relatives. So I, I think for me, like, yeah, I'm a very flexible person, I would think, when it comes to moving. So I don't know if everybody's like that. Because what, from what I find is a lot of when I moved, you know, I grew up in a town where people, uh, they grew up there because their parents grew up there and their grandparents grew up there. And I think that's very common for a lot of people.
0: All right. Let's move on to the next question from Hafiz. He's our project manager at Futures Forward. He asks, what is one stereotype about Canadians or like a general myth you believed before moving to Canada?
1: I think one stereotype is that Canadians sound funny. They don't. <laughs> maybe if you're in a very niche place in Canada, like maybe if you go to a place outside the city, they may talk funny compared to what Americans might think. I think Americans think that Canadians are just plain weird, but they're really not. They're just people. I don't know if that really answers that so
0: I agree. <laughs> I agree. And you do get used to like the way people talk once you live.
1: Look, you know, I think that that's something funny, too, that uh, I've noticed that with all sorts of people. Like uh, I, I met uh, I had a friend for a long time and they were from Africa. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know they were from Africa. And then they started speaking with their friends and they had this really thick African accent. And yeah. I was like, wow. So and that that happens. I think that's common. So maybe if I go back to the States, I might sound funny to them. But probably not. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to think that Canada is in this. I mean, Winnipeg is in the same time slot as Chicago. So I think everybody's pretty similar sounding, I guess.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Very interesting. Cool. Okay. So the next question is from Melissa. She's another employment facilitator and also our social media coordinator. Um, She asks, what will you miss most about Winnipeg?
1: Well, I think working at YES has been a great thing for me. And I think that is actually one of the big things I will miss about working, about being in Winnipeg. I think I'll miss all the, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i a really big fan of breweries. I'm going to miss all the breweries here. But, of course, there's a lot of breweries in Edmonton. I've only been here for two years. And I feel like one thing I'll miss is just exploring it more, especially with this pandemic. It's been really hard for me to explore Winnipeg. For sure. So, especially with all the new things coming up, like they just, they have uh, um, the True North building. They just built um, that. Yeah. And I, have, I didn't really get a chance to really explore that. But yeah, all the restaurants and stuff and the, the, the two rivers are great. And I, I wish I could have explored that a little bit more. And yeah, being able to really enjoy the prairies, I guess, is one thing that I'll miss.
0: Do you think you'll miss our Winnipeg winters?
1: Somewhat. I mean, somewhat. I mean, with the interesting thing about Canadian, about Winnipeg winters is that it can be minus 40 outside, but it's a dry cold. And it, maybe it's hard for me to explain this, but it, mm-hmm. since it's a dry cold, if you go inside into a warm room, you'll warm up pretty quick. So it's really not that bad. Now back in Chicago, it's sort of a wet cold. So it might be only minus 10 outside. But then you go inside and since it's a wet cold, it'll take you a long time to warm up. And I do miss, like, what's really nice about Winnipeg is it gets so frozen. You can just go on the, the river, no totally. problem. Yeah, so yeah. that is something I'll miss, actually. <laughs> and, you know, what, what I'll miss, too, is not being able to learn how to ice skate. I still don't know how to, how to ice skate. Maybe I'll learn in Edmonton. Oh,
0: you've got to learn. It's so fun. It's hard, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I once got called out in a presentation because I said, I don't know how to ice skate, and they said, "Well, how can you call yourself a Canadian?" I said, totally. Well not?" I'm not a Canadian, so
0: <laughs> you definitely need to learn. It's hard, though. I, I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Okay, we got a random question from Sam O. Oh. She's our outreach coordinator at Futures Forward. Uh, she says, "Tell me your favorite ramen brand. If you don't have one, maybe like a ramen restaurant too. I don't know." I'm, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> she, I,
1: I don't know. <laughs> Man, that's tough. What is my... Okay, do you want to? Can, can I give a really cheesy answer? Yes, please. That she might not like. My favorite ramen brand is Sam's ramen brand. Because whatever she might have. Because she is the ramen <laughs> expert. So when, when, it, when it comes to ramen, I'm usually pretty cheap. Like I just get compliment ramen. You yeah. know, like the cheapest ramen you can get. Yeah. And then what you can do... You know, actually, I do have a good answer for this. What you can do with that ramen is you can add your own stuff. Uh, You know, just plain old ramen is okay, but then you could add an egg, you could Mm -hmm. add some chives, you could add some greens, and it'll make it taste great. But when it comes to ramen brands, I'll say anything that Sam recommends, (laughs) because she is the ramen queen.
0: Amazing. We'll have to ask her after. Yes. (laughs) That's (laughs) great. Awesome. Okay. Next is Sasha. She's our resource area assistant. She has two questions. So I'll start with the first one. Um, she asks, what's your most memorable presentation that you've done?
1: Three weeks into my employment at Youth Employment Services, they needed somebody to go into a rural community to do um, a career fair and job my job party presentation. And for those of you who don't know what a job party presentation, it's just like a Jeopardy, that's why it's called job party. So I give them lots of information and then we have a game show. And I remember it was three weeks into my employment and it was the first time I ever went alone and it was three hours away from Winnipeg. Wow. And I had to do this presentation alone and I stuttered and I did so terrible, I think. I think I did pretty bad. <laughs> that made me learn so much from that. You know, I learned so much from that, from that situation. Uh, I failed and I think that's a good thing. You know, it's kind of weird to say that, but I think failing is a good thing, because then you can learn from that failure. Luckily, the career fair aspect of it, I did much better. Um, I I think at that time, I wasn't the most comfortable, honestly, to work with a lot of high schoolers. Maybe I wasn't so used to it. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's what it was, and I was used to working with people my own age. So I think when I did the career fair, it was really great. And I, I met – I remember this is really random. I met this guy from Boston Pizza and he had a Blue Jays uh, – there was a Blue Jays pin. And I asked him, do you like Blue Jays? And he said, no, not necessarily, but the owner of, of Boston Pizza really likes it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So that's cool. yeah, career fairs, it just – yeah, so that was just a really good experience.
0: It's cool to see, like, where you started and where you, like, how you grew from that, like, two mm-hmm. years later. Amazing. Her other question is, question, what kind of bear is best? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you get the reference? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's from, uh, it, it's from. Uh, the office of course she would ask that question she's crazy about the office you know I've thought long and hard about this and I've seen videos on this technical videos. so I know about this there's so many things to think about this you know uh, a black bear black bears I mean they're not the, the really cool bear really because like they get skittish really fast. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a black bear that broke into my uh, my, my wife's grandmother's house actually two years ago. So oh that was gosh. where they got scared away. But I would have to say probably the best bear, I think, is probably the polar bear. Yes. And I would say that, and it's kind of terrifying because do you know that you know people in helicopters, when they try to scan the area to look for, at, for life using infrared sensors, they can't mm-hmm. actually find the bear if they use infrared because the way their fur is – I guess for some reason hides that they can that they have for, you know the heat signature and I think oh. that has to do because their fur is so insulated.
0: Right, so, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah,
1: um, there's just really interesting things about the about the polar bear. Like especially you know one thing I'll miss about Manitoba is that the the polar bears because you know Churchill's the the polar bear capital of the world. So I think right. they're really interesting animals. And they're probably the most terrifying bear there is. And it, this is a really fun fact about polar bear. Do you know that their their fur is not actually white? It's actually clear.
0: Oh, but is it reflected from this from the ground?
1: Yeah. So oh. that, that's what it is. Or it's just like you put lots of you know, if you put lots of fiber cables that are, you know, clear mm. together that look white. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, polar bears I think are really cool. So those of you who ever get the chance listening in winnipeg or manitoba assuming that you're listening to the chop pot you know because you're in manitoba go to the uh, to the assiniboine park zoo i really recommend to see the polar bears
0: mm-hmm. i love your bear facts that was great
1: <laughs> yeah i I have, I have a lot to read see the thing about me i'm really good at like useless conversations because i know a lot of <laughs> useless facts
0: <laughs> i love it you'd be good at trivia <laughs> Awesome. Okay. So we just have a few more questions left. Next is from Kelsey. She's our executive director and she asks, what did you learn from running your program with students and teachers during the COVID-19 pandemic?
1: Well, I, I have learned how to, you know, I, I, I think it shows that after this, I feel like I need to do a little bit more growing because it's been very difficult for me. I am such a people person in person mm-hmm. that it's been really difficult for me. It's been a really difficult year for me emotionally. I struggle all the time. I think I've learned that I need to do better self-care, I guess, when it comes to these things. Um, you know, I get distracted when I'm in person and everything. But I think when it comes to like, you know, having to do things online and at home, not working with people all the time, I need to do better self-care, I think. I think that's one of the big things. I think also just Learning how to adapt with technology, of course, learning things really quickly. I think is one thing that I've I've had to learn pretty quickly. You know, but like how to use Zoom with all the technical issues. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm doing a summer program, finishing up a summer program with with Victoria, our other coworker, and uh, just figuring out all the, all that technology. For sure. So I would have to say the things I've learned about is like self care and adapting to technology.
0: All right. Um, Speaking of Victoria, her question is next. She's also um, an employment facilitator. She works with the EIA referrals as well. Um, She asks, what is your favorite memory at YES?
1: I mean, so many things have happened in these two years. It feels like it's been three years, you know, or four years. So many good things have happened. I think just all the camaraderie that we've had throughout the years been really great. I I wish I could have hung out with more of you guys in person, my coworkers, you know, like more so like outside of work because you guys have been so great to me and so friendly and kind and not just like, you know, you just tell me to do my work and that's it. You guys are genuinely friendly with me. Yeah, just just a lot of stuff.
0: A lot of. Yeah. But those are memories. It's
1: really that that's a really hard question, Victoria. Why did you do that? I'm just (laughs) trying to think of one memory that's, uh, I, I'm, I'm not able to do it. It's just so many good stuff.
0: We have a question from Sam P. She's our AYA case manager, kind of similar. Um, I'm not familiar with this story, but she's asking, what is your favorite Bernice experience?
1: Bernice experience? Well, you know, I haven't really, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Bernice is our resident ghost, allegedly here at Youth Employment Services. Uh, I don't know if you saw this Jess did you see in the culture deck uh, Bernice did you, did you see anything about a culture deck when you joined? I have not No. <laughs> okay well that that's what our previous resident uh, 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 our executive director released like uh, she had a culture deck but her values and everything and they had abbreviations one of them was Bernice that said oh just the top it's just the the, the ghost that that lives in the <laughs> women's bathroom apparently oh my so gosh. because I'm not in the, yeah sorry but now i know you know that because i haven't really dealt with her i haven't really experienced her but i really love bringing up bernice to people and they get really scared like ghosts don't really scare me ghosts can't hurt me but when I ever bring up to my coworkers just to tease them, they get all like, oh, ghost. Don't ghost? say yeah. <laughs> Don't say ghost. Don't, don't tell me that Bernice knocked on the door. Don't make me feel like I'm crazy. <laughs> but I love doing that because I love teasing people. So
0: I love that. I
1: guess that's my story. It's just always annoying people with Bernice. So um, recently, one of our coworkers, Laura Lynn, she uh, um, on her car I wrote um I wrote a message on behalf of Bernice, so yeah. Or who knows, maybe you could say that she spoke through me, or who knows. Oh my so, gosh. yeah. See, it scares people, Bernice.
0: <laughs> I have yet to experience Bernice, but now I'm a little bit frightened for
1: sure. So I, I think there was a uh, there was a time when there was somebody who was. Um, very confused and distraught that came to youth employment services like knocked on their door and asked for somebody named bernice
0: oh well weird
1: yeah there was somebody in the building that alive named bernice but it's still (laughs) still a little spooky so
0: i do want to move on because i'm a little spooked (laughs) that's funny okay we have two more questions left um this one's from me um what's one thing you'll miss the most about working at YES. So kind of similar to Victoria's, but maybe something you'll miss about your job, I guess.
1: It's working with the wonderful people, working with teachers one-on-one, working with students, I think is something I'll really miss. You know, the, the bonds I've made with some of these teachers are amazing and I hope to be friends with them for a long time. I just, you know, connecting with people and I, I think this also ties into the question, you know, what will I miss the most about Winnipeg, is the the friends that I've made I, I don't feel like I'm always the best at always holding on to those friendships and I need to be doing that because these people are great. All these people, you know, Jasmine's great. Anybody who's been hired at Yes is, is <laughs> great, pretty much great. You know, yeah, they're, they're like my family. So, um, yeah, I'll miss working with them. I'll miss working with with Manitobans.
0: One more question. This one is from Miriam. She's our administration coordinator. Um, what is one message you would give to the person who will be taking your place at YES?
1: Just have lots of enthusiasm. I think that's one of the big things. I mean, for me, that that's one of my big things. Always learn how to adapt to different situations like I've had to try to adapt to COVID-19 and working in a remote setting. Always try to find ways to innovate. I think that is really important you know the the job market is changing all the time we're getting into a a world where you can work remotely now we're finding that we can work remotely now so just always find ways to adapt and connect with people I think that's one of the best things to do is to genuinely connect it's not just about talking about employment and telling kids, okay, this is how you can get a job. This is how you can do this. Okay, go off. No, have that personal relationship. Try to have those contacts. One of my favorite things is networking. Being able to talk to people and have their contact with you. So then you'll be able to help them. And I think if we all work together and be friendly to each other, we'll have a uh, just a better, just better workforce in general. And, you know, it's like one of my, you know, what Manitoba's uh, slogan is friendly Manitoba. So keep <laughs> it friendly Manitoba.
0: I love that. That's great advice. And I'll never forget the advice you gave me when I first started. You know, I, I only started a couple of months ago and, and you told me you're more capable than, than you think you are. And, you know, I was feeling so nervous at the time, but you were someone who made me feel like I could I could do this job and I could be here. And I really appreciate that. And all of that is such good advice that I think. I'll carry with me as I continue with this job. And I hope, you know, you apply that same advice for yourself as well, too.
1: That's one thing, too, is I just just aside I need to I need to um, I need to practice what I preach, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think that that can be tough for a lot of us. Yeah, I just recommend whatever you try to promote, you try to promote it within yourself, too. I always tell people you're the best person for the job. I need to believe that myself, too. And I think everybody should
0: amazing advice that's the last of the questions but i think that's a wonderful ending um i wanted to like, give you the opportunity to say any last words if you had anything to say
1: well thank you so much for those of you who are listening to the job pod it's been a really cool thing of us trying to develop this you know like i'm not the i wasn't the sole host of of this it was also morag morrison she she used to work at youth employment services just it's it's just been really good to work with everybody and i never like to say that i was like the star you, you mentioned that i was the star <laughs> or something of the show everybody who's listening to this you are the real star not not us so this is not about me it's not about youth employment services it's about you Try and get your leg up in this really crazy world we live in.
0: Well, I wanted to thank you on Yes for all of your you know, support and all of the work you've done for the education program here, Youth Employment Services, and for all of the effort that you've put into the podcast and all of the advice and all of the words of wisdom that you shared and being such a welcoming employee and a welcoming host for you know, the people that you've contributed wanted to wish you luck in your next endeavor i know that's really exciting for you in life thank you so much for all your time here and it was a pleasure interviewing you today
1: thank you awesome thanks alexander